unfolding right now in Ukraine. And we better pay attention to all of the fake stories that we're about to see coming from the White House and the media about the use of weapons of mass destruction. And just like in Syria and Yemen and Afghanistan, the billionaire-run news media are not even pretending to cover this war objectively. Instead, they prefer the narrow contract, basically, that Noam Chomsky warned us of back in 1991. Pay attention to what he says here in 1991. He lays it out perfectly. Conscientious objectors, right? He understands that the, he understands exactly who we are and exactly how these billionaire, the billionaire class, runs the show. Listen to Noam Chomsky here. Rationality belongs to the cool observers, uh, but because of the stupidity of the average man, he follows not reason but faith, and the naive faith of the proletarian requires necessary illusion and emotionally potent oversimplifications, which have to be provided by mythmakers to keep the ordinary person on the right course. Is that Instagrams? My upright vibrates every time I slouch, which trains my brain to sit up straight. Finally, he's used... Troubling, right? This is how they play it, right? The mythmakers, and they are running the show. They are running the narrative. They are telling you what to believe. And you are able to operate within this like narrow window of thinking. And that's okay. You're able to argue in this little trench over here. But if you are over here with us, with our show, holy crap, watch out. You could be banned, blocked, and need to feel awful about your position. Well, you know what I think, though, is interesting is that, yes, Noam Chomsky has been predicting that we would be fed narratives for a long time. What he didn't think, I think, at the time, what he never thought is that we would see these narratives and then actively participate in sharing them, in changing our, you know, avatars to a flag or to a symbol or to anything like that. Like that is how we would make it so easy for them to feed us narratives. Uh, Nazi haters says Jimmy Dore just posted a pro-Nazi rally in New York and all the neo-libs were there. <laughs> like, I don't know if it was I saw like that comment. Story. Yeah, we'll yeah, have to seek that video out after. Well, you know, keep us naive. Keep control. That's the thing, though. All right. <clears throat> They're trying to, dumb they want to bring Azov to, they want to make America like Nazi Germany. That's what they're trying to do because they had Ukraine immigrants in downtown Manhattan supporting Azov, shouting Azov, Azov, you shouting for neo-Nazis, okay, that are being horrible, treating blacks, black immigrants horrible, then want them to fight for, fight with Ukraine against Russia they are terrorizing their own people, the Ukrainians, the neo-Nazis. Um, I've heard so much stuff that is just very frightening that Zelensky really doesn't have a democratic Ukraine. If you're a journalist and you talk bad about Ukraine and the truth what's going on, they'll kill you. <clears throat> That's what they'll try to do. They had, uh, you know, Coach Red Pill um, that's how I know him as Coach Red Pill. He was uh, writing um, articles against uh, the Ukrainian military, and they uh, they had him held for uh, a while, but he's all right now. But this this is this is this is the the true Ukraine, and your tax dollars and Canadian tax dollars are helping fund neo Nazis. 
control the flow of information. That's right. That's exactly how it starts. And with the Biden administration, it starts there. And then it flows to the news media. And today we learned that the same group of thugs and propagandists who manufactured the bullshit story about Assad gassing his own people in Syria have landed now in Ukraine. The infamous White Helmets. Now, according to Russian government officials, the White Helmets are preparing to create a fake weapon of mass destruction style attack to blame on Russia, just like they did in Syria when they blamed it on Russians then, and it was totally discredited. You had excellent journalists like Aaron Maté, Max Blumenthal, Glenn Greenwald, all debunked this story, right? Then what they'll do is they'll feed that fake story to the Western media sources, and it'll be plastered all over the front pages of the newspapers and CNN and MSNBC and all of the Western media, just like the phony Ukraine theater story that we debunked or the maternity ward story that's been debunked, or the endless list of other fake stories that have come out of Ukraine. Now, there's a lot of horrible stories that have come out of Ukraine, but there's many that have been jumped on by the mainstream media that were total bullshit. Now, before you say this can't possibly happen, Clayton, it actually already has happened. And it's been covered up by the Western media. And to this day, there's still no apology for what happened in Syria. You know, you had award-winning journalist Aaron Maté completely debunked both the Russiagate story and the Duma chemical attack in Syria, which, of course, proved that these guys doctored a report on the Duma chemical attack in order to place blame on the Syrian government and to justify missile strikes against Syrian government forces by the United States, the UK and France. He won awards for his reporting. And he's not the only one, by the way, who covered that story and debunked it. But the Western media pushed that whole bullshit narrative, right? Well, now these very same White Helmets, the White Helmets group, co-founded by late British mercenary and ex-intelligence officer James Lemassure, rose to international notoriety among the years-long conflict in Syria. Here's a little teaser about the White Helmets. Who are these guys? Watch this little teaser for just like a little palette, uh, little palette teaser. Throughout Syria's horrific war, it's been the White Helmets, a volunteer group which James Lemassure helped establish that saved tens of thousands of lives. Their extraordinary bravery pulling people out of buildings as Syrian and Russian jets circled overhead has not only been honored but celebrated, even leading to a Netflix feature-length film about their work. Yeah, that's right. They even, they even get a... This is how far the propaganda goes, that they even have a Netflix special named after them absolutely unbelievable and that's how far this propaganda goes to paint these people as heroes now let me explain how this works this is how the white hats unfold right i create a fire right by setting the place on fire knowing that there are women and children in the fire then i grab my camera and my camera guy because you're not allowed to be anywhere nearby if you're a journalist by the way that's how this works you're not allowed to be near the white hats when they're doing their thing their white helmets okay you can't be there so the building is on fire the women and children are inside then i grab my cameraman because they always have cameramen with them and they miraculously right the cameramen are always there then they rush into the building and they save the children they're heroes did you get all of that on camera camera guy that you're always here managing to film me in just such a situation because i always i walk around the house with camera guys constantly following me don't you wait so you're saying that this is staged catastrophe yes and that the white helmets are actually the instigators and i'm not just saying this this has been documented well documented by incredible journalists right and then they are filmed they are as filmed. if they are heroic exactly and these white helmets now 
Uh, last night, the head of the Russian Radiation and Chemical and Biological Protection Force, Lieutenant General Igor Krilikov, Krilikov, it's hard to, you know, Krilikov, I don't want to say Kililov because it sounds like that's what it would be in, uh, in, in Russian, but Kir Kirilov, Kirilov, Lieutenant General Igor Kirilov, who said that the White Helmet plan created by the Ukrainian government includes three scenarios that are going to unfold, and this is what could happen ranging from a false flag attack on civilians to tactical small-scale use of weapons of mass destruction or open deployment of such, uh, such weaponry on the battlefield. Those are the three scenarios. Now, this is journalist Max Blumenthal. I'll let him explain the shadiness of the white helmets and why we should all be concerned about this false flag staging that's about to unfold. Listen. Welcome to Bento, the full-featured MasterCard exclusively for small business. Bento gives... And these groups are extremely unsavory. There were, it was difficult increasingly for reporters to be around them without losing their heads, literally. Uh, James Foley was one particularly tragic example. Uh, Alan Henning, there are many others. And so the white helmets were established to become the focus of the Syrian proxy war, and these would be the kind of brave rescuers um, they claim that they rescued anywhere between 25,000 and 100,000 people, but there's no uh, evidence to back that up. However, as everyone watching this knows, they were honored and basically showered with praise by all of the elites from London to New York. And that was part of a vast propaganda operation. I guess this would be like what would happen if uh, Amazon's The Boys was ever in real life. Uh, basically, the boys is an adaptation of an indie comic of uh, what happens is superheroes were bad and they were just owned by corporations and stuff like that. And this is frighteningly like that. The White Hats, they create situations and they looked upon as heroes when they're really psychopaths. Kind of very similar like the boys. They didn't create the situations, but they were psychopaths and they did some screwed up things behind the scenes in which the White Helmets would not only become kind of a source for all of these journalists operating on the outside who would feed off of the video that they gathered in areas controlled by these extremist militias, but that the uh, reporters and celebrities would be involved in a vast propaganda operation to support uh, humanitarian intervention in Syria. And that led to the White Helmets being granted um, you know, uh, and, and nominated twice for the Nobel Prize. Um, they had uh, a documentary made about them on Netflix, which, you know, I found to be mediocre as far as documentaries go, but it won an Oscar. And meanwhile, this organization was working hand in glove, not only with Al Qaeda, but also, also with ISIS. With ISIS. But you don't hear this in the Western media, right? So are you saying something? That, am I saying it? Okay, I just want to. I just want to clarify this. Is the... Factual information from journalists who've covered these guys. Okay, all right. So let me clarify the message that you are disseminating right now. Okay. Is it that these same people are going to do this in Ukraine, or this is a page from the playbook that will play out in Ukraine? I mean, it's both. It's both a page from the playbook, which has already played out in Syria. The, the point is like, oh, you can't, this can't possibly happen. It already has happened. It's already happened in Syria. Yes. To great effect. 
And it's well documented the involvement of the CIA in this. Well documented. And so, and the Western media falls right in line with it. And yet they have no journalists there covering it. Look up Stepan Bandara. He was a person that was uh, very much a Nazi, very much for the destructions of Jews and non-Ukrainians. And the CIA gave him hiding. They helped him hide out from the Russians. Yes. So literally these stories are fed to Western media. And then suddenly they're all over the front pages of the New York Times and the Washington Post. And they're all on scene. Back in the 80s, I was in the military and we were training ISIS. Wow. Well, CIA was training the Afghanistans when the Afghan-Russian war. Not surprised. Starting to see where the inspiration was for for, uh, Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater. Whoa. CNN. We've got breaking news here at CNN. A, a gas attack. Really? No one look, No one's actually looked into this, but but the white helmets, and they, they give us this information. So we just ran with it. We didn't check anything. We didn't actually do any original reporting on it. Yes. But it's amazing that there's actual reporters doing actual journalism and calling bullshit on almost all of this. So to facilitate the looming false flag attack overseas, handlers of the Kiev authorities have sent instructors of the notorious white helmets group to Ukraine. Now, Russia's deputy permanent representative to the United Nations, Dmitry Polyansky, says, quote, I'm going to pull up his quote here on the screen. He says, there is a well-known model in which such provocations, including chemical weapons, are used in other parts of the world. First, as a so-called chemical incident is organized when pro-Western non-governmental organizations, especially the infamous White Helmets, stationed nearby quickly arrive, like on the scene. They come out of nowhere. How'd they get here so quickly? And they collect in violation of the norms of the non-proliferation regime. They gather questionable evidence. And then they feed this story to the Western media. We all know this technology, Polyansky says. Now, to be clear, we've already seen some of this propaganda already, haven't we? Carried out by the Nazi-led Azov Battalion. We covered it here on this show a few weeks ago. These idiots tried unsuccessfully to say that Russia was using chemical weapons in eastern Ukraine, right? Remember that? That yes. turned out to be total bullshit. was totally fake. And even the Western media debunked it. The Pentagon even admitted we can't confirm this. So you had these idiot Nazis trying to do their own version of, I guess, what the white hats or white helmets are so good at doing, but they couldn't pull it off. I guess when you have literal douchebags, white supremacist Nazis leading your operation, it's going to fail. But these same Nazis are laughing at Americans right now. Here they are now posting videos on Telegram. Now, this is not just one guy. There's multiple videos like this on the Internet. I'm going to show you one of them, because in America, the Western media has led you to believe that there are no Nazis in Ukraine. There's nothing going on there, nothing to see there. That's just propaganda. So these members of the Azov Battalion are literally posting videos, laughing at Americans, showing their swastikas, and they're saying, they, they're telling you we don't live here, we're not here, we're not a part. We've been involved in proxy wars for over 50 years. Metal Gear. <laughs> I keep thinking about those Metal Gear Solid games, man. Where did, got, where did uh, the guy who created the, the series get the inspiration from? And I'm seeing it right here. See how fast that faded out. Um Mikey, have you thought about writing a book about that stuff? Maybe you could, you know, publish it. It'd be good reading and, and information. Keep people from, you know, joining the military. I understand fighting for 
you know, fighting against terrorists. But if your government is creating the terrorists, then there's no point in joining the American military because you're the, you can't be the good guy and the bad guy at the same time. And then use everybody as pawns and toy soldiers. Henry Kissinger said, um, military men are dumb animals and pawns for foreign policy. I don't think call military men dumb. This is the words of Henry Kissinger. Part of the military? Guess what? We are. And they're laughing. I can't. I would get in trouble for what I've seen. Okay. Hmm. I was thinking about posthumously, but nah, forget it. That would put your family in danger too. Get us. This is exactly what's going on. Watch these. Here's one of them. Singing Nazi. And he's proud of that. He's proud of that. But here's the thing, though. The Nazis were welcomed by the Ukrainians um, during World War II. And this mentality, I've told you before, you had a couple of days ago or weeks ago, you had a parade in downtown Manhattan with these Ukrainians praising Azov. Where do you think that came from? That came from generation after generation being taught how the Nazis were heroes. I just said about Stepan Bandara. Look him up. So our government is funding white supremacy. Also, Ukraine and United States were against um, the UN going against this, uh, racism. They were against it. They said it violated free speech. The only two countries against it was against it was the U.S. and I believe, yeah, the Ukraine. So that shows you when people say that there's no racism anymore, especially with the Republicans trying to gaslight people. There's no more racism. <sighs> Clown conservatives and the puppets. Songs, Nazi lyrics. Here's my here's my tattoo. But if you look closely at that video, they have actually combat gear that's in very good shape. Yeah. It's all it's all pretty new, and uh, yeah, great point. Yeah, where did they get that gear? I don't know, but I'm pointing this out. Yeah, where did they get that gear? Well, here's a tweet. Tony Jordan says, "Glad to see our hard-earned tax dollars going to enhance the arming of Nazis." And they wonder why folks have animosity against Biden. You know, I want to say, Tony, great point, but it's not just Biden. I mean, Republicans are lockstep in this to be. I mean, from from the outset. They approve these military budgets, and there's nary a, there's nary a dissenting voice. No. Exactly. So we can't just be like, oh, it's the evil Democrats. It's both sides. Both sides are getting a benefits from this war. That's why you can't trust either side. Both sides. Republican, Democrat is like this left cheek, right cheek still producing the same doo-doo. Okay. They, you ever wonder why we, for all so many years, we only had two political parties? We can't have a third one. And if we did, you barely hear about it because they want you to choose either side. Either side, they're still getting the best of the deal, and you are getting nothing, really, if at all, nothing. No one dissents. It's Republicans and Democrats. They're all part of a corrupt 
regime. That's it. We've told you about this two-party corruption for a long time. They are lockstep. When President Biden was running, he said, you know, nothing would fundamentally change when you elect me. Nothing fundamentally has. And that's literally how good the American Western media is at covering this stuff up right now, that Americans are saying, hey, this isn't real. Oh, yeah. Trump is not good either. Okay, when it came to Helsinki meeting and Trump met Putin, if you saw it, it was like Trump was just having a a high like a little schoolgirl having a crush on Putin, wanting to hand over a journalist that got Putin's country sanctioned. You don't do that as a leader of the free world. Handing over a journalist who did the who did the right thing, exposing Putin. You don't do that. And also, when you're warned about a certain incoming threat to your country, and you ignore it and blow it off, that doesn't make you a good president. And then when you finally press, you finally admit it. Trump has dropped the ball a lot of times. Unfortunately. The Dem- the you know Republicans don't want to see it. too many are just see him as Christ. And no, I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat either. And they're putting Ukrainian flags on their houses. Glenn Greenwald tweeted yesterday. He said he was in a fairly um, a really interesting, like I think it was a conservative enclave in the United States, and he talked about he's like, oh yes, they're also selling um, Ukraine. Um, the Azov Nazi merchandise on Amazon Prime. Yes, you've heard it. They're selling it on Amazon Prime. You can look it up yourself. So basically, they're going to have a lot of hate crimes soon to spike up in this country. It's going to happen. This place will be looking like Nazi Germany. And it will be courtesy of Biden because Biden is a white supremacist. Look how he clowned and pimped blacks like the prostitutes that they are. Hate to say it. And I'm black. So you can't say I'm being racist. And it's sad. And every time he wanted, rep- they tried to go for reparations, he would say, well, we all got to get uh, something. Just say that, gaslight him. Then he'd give billions to Ukraine. Clowning blacks. Like I'm literally driving down the street and I see more Ukrainian flags than I see American flags. And he's in American neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Like this is what we've been spoon fed. And there's nothing wrong in supporting the Ukrainian people. We all do that, right? Right. But do we know that it's the right thing to support the Ukrainian military, right? This is the question. Is there something right about being anti-Russian people to the point that they can't play in tennis tournaments right? Uh, because we need to support Ukrainian people? These are such polarizing ways to feel that I'm just so shocked that... Or if you're Russian, you can't get help in a hospital. You can't get medical attention. That is ha- That was happening. I believe in Ukraine. You could look up that article. It, that's they're trying to get people to have a divide. They're trying to have Russia and Ukraine at their throats. They're really trying to get a war getting um, started. Humans are not smarter than this. To stand for other humans, not trust governments, especially no. governments you're not familiar with. No, is it that Amer- You know, is it that we are just? Is it that we are all just stupid? I mean, I'll just ask our chat room. Everyone watching right now, is it that we're dumb? Well, they're not stupid. So. They're here. No, but no, are the people here. around you stupid? 
No, but you're here, and a lot. I see a lot in our chat saying, "Oh my gosh, I didn't know this. I, uh, why don't we hear oh. about this?" I see so many people saying, well, "We never hear this in the mainstream." You, you're not going to turn on CNN and see this. You're not going to see on MSNBC. You're not going to see coverage of this. Right, but the, it takes an, a certain amount of humility to realize, "Oh, I didn't know these things." For instance, I didn't know that Zelensky was ordering attacks on Crimea as recently as February of 2021 and that the Ukrainian military had low morale due to these extremist groups. Maybe those of us who didn't know that before starting to study this because of this conflict can take a step back and say, huh, I don't know if this passes the smell test. I don't think I want to just support a government I'm not familiar with, a human government, uh, which is been marked high in corruption to the point that most investors would not even before the conflict invest there. So maybe I'll think about it a little bit more. Sure, I don't like that Russia Russia invaded. I can feel that that was wrong while at the same time take pause about supporting the other side because I just automatically am told how to feel. Exactly. And as the it's judge always... Go ahead, Phil. Oh, I was going to say, I, I used to work with a guy, this is like back in 2010 or so. He's, he's definitely like kind of a Portland Antifa kind of personality but back in 2010 he was always talking about uh like one of the things he brought up all the time was the nazis in ukraine and how like the the whole the whole like ukraine russia and this this nazi area and like he was constantly talking about that back in 2010 like this isn't oh this isn't new right but it's like but you would never hear not it. to that guy anyway not, yeah exactly and so no. you know, like, <laughs> how come that guy didn't tell us all and that we wouldn't be ready for the i mean we covered guess, it. Guess, yeah go ahead I was just saying, I guess he was telling me and I was supposed to tell everybody else and I just didn't because I was like, okay, well, I guess we just, what are we supposed to do with that information, you know? But I think maybe it's one of those things where uh, when you start to see the slow trickle of news stories that are out there and you start to see, you know, CNN, MSNBC and Washington Post and Huffington Post and, and all of these news publications that are run by billionaires and you start to see stories that are trickling out, you start to question like what we do here on this show and what you guys do is to go back to your family is to share this story. I, I literally saw this video earlier with this Nazi and someone said, why hasn't this gone viral? Because they won't let it go viral. So what you can do with this video right now, literally is share it with a friend, share it with a family member, smash that like button. I mean, do whatever you can because that pushes it out on the algorithm and more people will see it. I mean, we spend hours a day doing research, you know, to bring you this show. And uh, I want these things to go viral so that this message gets out there. At the end of the day, these warmongers are making money and people are being killed so that they can make money. That's the bottom line. Follow the freaking money. And we are being told that is it is what we should do as taxpayers to buy more weapons, to put in the hands of Ukraine. And so therefore we are not allowed to see whether or not Ukraine is a prudent place to send all the weapons and money and guns. Right. Right. And so that's that's all we're asking of you is to think, do I really feel like these politicians that more guns are going to solve world peace? Uh, That's very counterintuitive way to feel. Right. Yes. The judge says, you know, nothing makes sense. Yes. Peace through bombs. Is that how you feel? You know, judge, you know, I know I'm telling you, things do make sense. If you just follow the money, it makes total sense. You know, as Wesley Clark said in our pre-show, he talked about when they had the plans to go into the Middle East, you know, if the Middle East uh, it, it was like Africa and it didn't have any oil and no one cared really at all about it, then we wouldn't be attacking them. We wouldn't be trying to do regime change so we can get access to, to oil and to and uh, to precious minerals. Right. You know? Again, because there are 
bloodier wars happening right now that we all should care about equally, not just because there's money and, and we have a stake in it, right? So um, here we care about humans less than governments. Right. And uh, Philip, to your Portland guy, I mean, this is like, this is what was happening right before February of 2022, right? These were the headlines in the mainstream media that in, in Ukraine. Now, all of this stuff has completely disappeared and gone. These are the headlines, right? Ukraine underplays its role on the far right in conflict. Nazi symbol salutes on display at Ukrainian nationalist march. Yes, it's still okay to call Ukraine C-14, neo-Nazis. Hundreds march in Ukraine, an annual tribute to Nazis. Like, this is Ukraine, guys. But now, as soon as we decided that we're with Zelensky... And it's it's as if we're fighting on behalf of utopia. Right, it's gone. Like, it's totally Ukraine good. was utopia, let's restore it. I, you know, and again, I haven't been there, so it's not for me to say what it was prior to this conflict, but I also am not trying to get a passport or put a bank account there. So, and I am someone who studies international finance and business and diversification. So Ukraine, I would say, was about lowest on my list before this. Thank you so much for subscribing to Well, that's it, really. Um, (laughs) Oh, man. That's what happened, bro. That's what happened. And, um, oh, I got to know that my TikTok live got suspended. Misinformation. Yeah, I'm starting to know. I'm starting to see the truth about this. And if you understand it now, what's going on, you don't want nothing to do with this war. You want definitely don't want to vote for Biden for another term, but I don't think that's going to be uh, possible because the amount of influx of immigrants Biden is Biden is bringing into this country, they're going to vote Democrat. Okay, I'm not saying vote Republican either. Don't vote for either party, period. Okay. Even though, you know, the Democrats have a new bill now, a law, that you, if you don't vote, you will be paying money. You'll be paying a $20 fine plus community service. All right. That's, all, that's it for now. Later.